Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. What the f*** is going on? I like to party. Jesus, honey, wax much? From Podcast One, this is Unwaxed. Get in, loser, we're going shopping. With Sophia and Sistine Stallone. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Unwax Podcast with your two favorite sisters once again, Sophia and Sistine Stallone. You guys, we have had quite the busy week. I love an exciting week in quarantine because I feel like finally some fun things have happened that we can share with you. I think we should start with Sophia's birthday. I turned 24. I actually was so stressed out turning 24 this year. Why? Because I feel like it's an older, it's an old, it's 24 sounds older. I mean, not old as an old, old, but everyone above 24 is listening to this like, (laughs) shut the fuck up. Correct. But it's, (laughs) no, but uh, I'm, I'm happy I'm 24. It does just sound a little bit more mature. Definitely feel like I'm 18 still. Is there anything in your year of being 24 that you wish to accomplish? Mm. Well, other than this podcast becoming super successful, I really want to start traveling more on my own with like friends. Even you, you can come along. Wait, traveling on your own or with friends? Both. I mean, either either on my own. See, or- I can't go alone anywhere. I would be so sad eating alone, walking alone. That's but then it's like self discovery. But I also don't need to just. <laughs> You don't need to go to Guatemala to find yourself, Sophia. Uh, okay, fine. If anyone wants to go with me to Guatemala to find themselves, okay, buy me a ticket. So it was Sophia's 24th birthday. Yep. We did a fun little beach day. Yeah, we did a little social mm-hmm. distance friend group thing in Malibu. It was good. We had my sister there. Oh, wait. We have, I have to say this funny story. <laughs> we went to... Um, we went to get drinks for your birthday. Yeah. Oh, and- on my actual day, we went to get dinner and drinks and then... On Saturday, when we went to Yeah, Malibu and I have to tell the story. Do you remember that one guy that came up to us? There was just one guy with this oh, weird-ass God, bandana. Yeah. And he comes up and he goes, is it someone's birthday? You know, that classic cliche. And I'm like... And Sophia goes, yeah. And he goes, how old are you turning? She goes, 24. And he goes, oh. And turns around and, and walks leaves. away. <laughs> he fully just walked away. We're like, bye, bandana man. Yeah, and we called him bandana man the whole night because he, then he kept coming back up, like, trying to weasel his way but back But I just in. thought it was funny. I'm like, mm, too old for you. That's, that <laughs> was the moment I was like, oh, God, am I old? Is he look, it, Are guys, like, now looking at me as a... Sophia, you're basically I'm a mummy. It's horrible. You're a mummy. I'm a mummy. I'm um, rotting right now. But we went to Malibu. Yeah. And it was super fun. We had a bunch of friends there. Um, we blasted some music. We drank in the afternoon. You don't ever feel good after you drink in the afternoon. Yeah. Because when it, night hits, you I cut, feel like I was by 7 cleaning up trash the whole time while you were drinking and having fun. Yeah, but totally. <laughs> it's fine. Um, another exciting thing that happened this week is my dad caught a four foot rattlesnake on our front staircase, like right in front of our house. Oh, no, guys. Huge rattlesnake. Okay. And let me tell you how he caught it. With a polo club. How so? We have little dogs. We caught it or killed it? No, no, no. He didn't kill it. No, he didn't kill it. Okay. But we have these two little kavapoos, and if this snake, the snake was basically in their territory where they play every day. It was no, no. It was on our front door. Let me break it down. I'm in bed, melatonin consumed. 
I'm I'm in and out phasing. But you know when you have a gut feeling that something is not right and you mm-hmm. can't sleep for that reason? It was that. So I was up at 11.30, way past my 10.30 bedtime. Way past. And I hear this strange noise outside. I'm like, hmm, I'm going to investigate, right? I look out the window and I see Sly with a giant six-foot polo club, like, poking this, poking this rattlesnake, rattlesnake to, like, get it away. And, and I was like, all you hear is... The whole time. I could not believe how stupid he was yeah. because he didn't realize that, you know, a snake can lunge at you. And his reasoning for using the polo stick was because it's long enough that maybe it won't touch him. He also said there was nothing else around. And I'm like, maybe next time we just let it be. Yeah, just maybe, like, just call animal control, have someone pick it up. Well, that was exciting. That was exciting. That stressed me out. But you, I didn't get to watch it this morning, but you got to watch David Blaine's Ascension. Will, Will, did you see it? I have not seen it. Oh, I'm not kidding you. I nearly wet the bed. I'm not just like there's when you are watching from his point of view, he was up like, what was it? Like 16,000 Something crazy like that. It was absolutely absurd. He was at a temperature where it was one degree Celsius. I mean, the conditions were insane. He kept saying to um, the people that were talking to him on the floor, they were like, you need oxygen. You need oxygen. You're in you're in an airplane air zone. You need oxygen. Yeah. He goes, I'm fine. I've dealt with this for. Like, you're not. No, and then he's talking to his daughter. Um, saying, je t'aime, je t'aime. I was like, oh my God, because she's French and she's the sweetest little girl ever. But just even that, your dad is up in the air. If that, anything could happen, he could fall to his death. And, and you're talking to your little girl. The whole time, too, he was so calm. Yeah. He never got nervous. He never broke his, his serious focusness. Like, it was unbelievable i think we should start a conspiracy theory that he isn't human like he must no, he be must be like extraterrestrial yeah. lizard wizard i mean i magician. have my theories about lizard people he probably <laughs> Wait, that's a conspiracy theory i'm gonna bring up but he isn't human because no yeah. one can physically do that no one can have no fear to i mean the things he's done he's was submerged underwater for multiple days he's been in ice He's held his breath. He's poked his arm with an ice pick. No, he's just, he's unbelievable. And over the years, we've gotten quite close with him. He's yeah. come over a lot. And he is one of the kindest human beings. Yeah. And he was telling us about this stunt maybe about a year ago. Right. And the training that would go into it and his idea. And he was supposed to do it in New York City, which would have been incredible. But because of winds and temperatures, it right. didn't allow it. But we were just warning him, David, please. Don't. You don't need to do it. Like, this yeah. This trick could actually end in death. Like, yeah, you shot yourself in the face, but, like, this <laughs> seems scarier. You know what? I completely forgot that he was doing this trick until we got that package in the mail. It was a giant, giant box, and we opened it up, and it was these massive balloons that just came out. I'm like, oh, my God, he's going in an air balloon, basically. Yeah. So, spoiler so- alert, I know this is going to come out, like, a week later. He's okay. He actually <laughs> landed on his feet perfectly. It was unbelievable. He skydived. It was a moment. It was crazy. Yeah. So I feel like we should talk about who we're having on today, which we're super, super pumped about. Yeah. I sort of feel like I already know her because her presence on social media is so engaging yeah. and she's so likable and warm. And she owns it. And just listening to her kind of gives you more confidence in yourself, even though she's saying all the words like, hell yeah, I got to get out there and get it. But she's, I'm really excited to hear what she has to bring. Yeah. She's definitely going to drop some facts on us today. Oh, yeah. You know all the things we'd love to do for ourselves, but 
haven't done it for whatever reason. Do you ever do that, Sophia? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> hi. I've always wanted straighter teeth and a better smile. So I'm going to stop putting it off, people, all right? <laughs> Thanks to Candid, straightening your teeth is simpler and easier and more comfortable than ever. Candid clear aligners are comfortable, removable, and practically invisible. Unlike wire braces, because that shit is nasty. So transform your smile without anyone noticing. Come on. Candid only works with orthodontists, so never general dentists. And who likes those general dentists? Um, and plus, your supervising orthodontist will be with you every step of the way. The average candid treatment is just only six months. So what? you'll start seeing results like way, way before then. So it costs thousands less than braces. Start straightening your teeth today. Right now, all my listeners can save $75 on Candid Starters Kit. So go to candidco.com slash unwax and use the code unwaxed. That is candidco.com slash unwaxed. Code unwaxed. Take advantage of this limited time offer to save $75 off your starter kit. That's candidco.com slash unwaxed. Code unwaxed. My name is... Okay, you guys, today we have the queen of confidence herself. She is a creator and a host of Instagram's first reality dating show. She is a confidence coach, a blogger, and I am just scratching the surface with her list of accomplishments. We have the multi-talented Serena fucking Kerrigan, baby! Okay, so I really just want to ask this question right off the bat. Did you really change your middle name to fucking? Well, like, if you believe, if you had to ask the question, then, like, no, I... Oh, okay. I was like... I mean, like, me... No, I didn't. I didn't do that. that like, my parents would actually actually oh, okay. tell me. Okay. Um, but I told everyone I did, and they believed it. But actually, my middle name starts with an A. That's all I'll tell you, which would mean my initials spell sack. So, like... Oh, no. oh you're like, like I gotta change it. It doesn't work for not the brand. Too <laughs> not too cute. <laughs> like, no, it's not on brand. So, I just tell everyone it's fucking. When did you start telling people your middle name was fucking? When I got to college, I went to Duke and I was like, I got to campus and I was like, ugh, like I felt really insecure and, but I love to be the center of attention. And like, I just felt like, was like, I felt super invisible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I, at that time, it's like, I feel sad for the old me, but like, I really felt like I wasn't like good looking enough. Like what? But whatever. Yeah. I didn't because that's normal. And so I was like, what is a way to grab people's attention that, like, has nothing to do with my looks? And I was right. like, I'm just going to start introducing myself as Serena fucking Kerrigan. And let me tell you, people were like, what? So your middle name is fucking, or <laughs> we're telling people that it is. Is there something about the word? Because it is really aggressive. And I feel like for a, a woman today to say, oh, my God, my middle name is fucking just comes off so... Um, do you know what I mean? Like, it just, it, yeah. it sounds so aggressive. Like, is there something about the word that you're just like, this is what I want people to see? I think that's part of the reason why, like, at every moment of my life, like, my mom, my dad, my agent, manager, sorority girls, like, you know, guy, my guy friends were like, no guys would want to hook up with you. Like, you're never going to be in a sorority. Like, but it's like every moment, I think people, like, were protective because they're like, it is, like, for a woman to say that like yeah like god forbid right yeah and not and not only does it obviously have a shock factor behind it but there is something to be said about saying the word and saying your name like if i was saying sophia fucking stallone i'd definitely build up some type of like 
confidence in myself mm-hmm. after a while. Like, okay, I'm the shit. Or I, did that happen to you? Because even though you started it out just trying to get the attention grab, but now you're just like, wait, this is, I'm owning this. Totally. So I, it, it, everything you're saying, 100%. By the way, if a guy was like, I'm Joe fucking Schmo, no one would think twice about it. But right. when I did it, it was like suddenly like the most polarizing oh my God. Thing, of course. right? So, and I, you're 100% right. I mean, like, I feel like in the beginning it was to get people's attention, but it, what it really was, was for me to walk into a room and be like, you're Serena fucking Kerrigan. Like, hell yeah. Like, you're a bad bitch. Like, right. go up to that guy. Like, ask him how he's doing. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. that was such a good reminder. And then as I got older, Serena and SFK kind of became one, even mm-hmm. though it is like a fun persona I play. Right. But what I realized, what it was like, I, I have, I can, use this what I learned from this which is like anyone can tap into that like inner SFK and right. 10 minutes before an interview or like after a date or what they could just like be like no like you got this believe in yourself I totally agree there are so many sort of semi-drunken nights where I'm looking in a bathroom mirror and I'm like you're a bad bitch you fucking own the room you're hot you look good now go out there and do it and I'm like it's true. I feel like yeah. saying that mantra before actually makes the world's difference. Why do you think that my phone case is a mirror? Because yes, see, yes, the And it's it's affirmations. It's telling yourself. I mean, yeah, people go like, look at yourself in the mirror and say, "You're beautiful. You're amazing. You're wonderful." It just, which is great to do. And sometimes I do it. But when it comes to a term like that, can be kind of aggressive or something that's a shock factor. That really gets mm-hmm. me pumped. And that's how you should approach every situation, whether it's a job, a date even just like looking up yourself in the morning. I mean, it's a hundred percent. And I also feel like, you know, the whole like affirmation thing, like didn't really work for me. Yeah, like yeah. I was like, love myself. Like that doesn't work. <laughs> I got it. Not my vibe. Right. So I was like, no, like I'm going to hype you up the way I'm going to hype up my best friend, the way I'd hype mm-hmm. you guys up. Be like, this podcast fucking fucks. It's amazing. Like I love it. Right. Like, yeah. You're not- we do that to everyone. Yeah. Obviously. We do it to ourselves. So true. So true. And so speaking of fucking, let's talk about Let's Fucking Date. Your show. Wow. Sistine and I were stalking the shit out of this thing. And we were unbelievably impressed. It's so fun to watch. I love, I mean, we love talking about dating and sex and romance and things. And just watching a live date happen, especially with you who have such confidence. And like, you really call out these guys. You really have these great conversations. So sort of, sort of explain to our listeners a little bit about the concept of your show. Yeah. So it's called Let's Fucking Date. It was March in lockdown, New York City. My roommate left. Like, my parents were uptown. I didn't want to see them because I didn't want to get them sick. I was fully alone, single as fuck, which is great. But I was like, okay, so, like, this is going to be, like, for a while. Like, I need to figure out what is, like, the solution here. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, everyone was going live on Instagram. And I have a lot of experience producing for live content. So I was like, what if I just, like, went on a date and it just happened to be live? Um, And... (sighs) For three, yeah, like said literally no one. Right. Uh, <laughs> like literally no one, but okay, uh, sure. Uh, and literally for three months, I just went on two dates every Friday night. But we're, for season two, we're switching it to Wednesdays because there's like a bit of going out now. I don't know. But right, like yeah. lockdown, it was like Fridays were the night that like I would black out. So like I was like, I need something to like, I need to enjoy myself. Like right. with my. Absolutely. So what it did was like, we went live every Friday, 830. And um, I would go on two back-to-back dates live and because of the instagram live feature people can comment during the date that's right it was like a party 
every like the every weekend. I, I oh totally God. forgot about people be- saying like dump him or leave him. I mean, what's like what are some of the crazy comments that come up during your live? Oh my no no, no. it's they literally like they honestly get to play God in a way in terms of the, because what right. dating show have you wow. ever watched where you get to tell the girl like ask him if he has a tattoo? What's There's none. Time? None. What time is he born? Oh my, you, know how, <laughs> I you, love you know how many times I would have loved to be on dates where the guy was not worth my while and I wouldn't have a friend to say like hey like leave him or hey he's kind of sus here like that's a bad answer. Was there any common trend with going out with these guys that you saw? Because dating's hard today. Yeah. Uh, no it was like this is the thing like the one thing about the show that i really wanted to establish too is that i feel like on a lot of the shows that we see people villainize people very quickly and mm-hmm. they're, they're horrible. like we've seen like a lot of people get canceled yep you know and i was like just because a guy isn't good for me doesn't mean he's a bad guy right and i wanted to establish that pretty quickly so at the beginning of the episode i'm always like be nice in the comments but i'm like wait because they're not gonna be like they're, they're having fun like, yeah cool. nice um, to a point yeah but there's definitely been moments where like i'm I mean, listen, like, I'm paying attention to the guy I'm on the date. Right. I'm also, like, the host of the show. Mm-hmm. I'm reading the comments, text from my producer. I'm, like, it's, like, literally the Sensory overload. It's so, so crazy, but it's so fun. Yeah. Do you think that, do you prefer do- doing this form of dating? Because if you don't like the guy, you can simply just hang up or end the live. So I'm glad you brought that up because I went on a date last week that I was, like, I literally met him on an app and... I was like, let's FaceTime before. Because I think that everyone should FaceTime before. Because, like... I agree. Or at least call. Listen up. Sophia doesn't FaceTime. I'm a big FaceTimer. I'll FaceTime you without telling you I'm about to FaceTime you. Catch you off guard. I agree. What, what, why don't you FaceTime? I, I don't know. I like calling more, and I don't... They're fine. But, but you things, like some kind of conversation. I'm also very picky, so right off the bat, if I'm not interested in him or, like, find something off, I won't go on the date. And I like to give the benefit of the doubt. So that's, that's why I try to avoid it. That's fair, which is actually, by the way, why all of the dates on my show are blind. Like, I, love I that. literally knew okay. nothing. Nothing. That's awesome. That's so but scary. But on this date, I want no, I know. It's 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 actually insane. I'm like, oh, hello. Like, it's so crazy. Are you my husband? Like, maybe? Like, quite literally, no. I literally, end of season one, I was like, people were like, who's the winner? And I was like, myself. Myself? <laughs> Serena fucking literally Kerrigan insane. won. But I think that I went on a date last week and like, I was like, want to FaceTime before? And he was like, ah, like, can we tomorrow? And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm about to do another season of my show. Like, let me just like do it. Within the first five minutes, I was like, should have FaceTimed you before. Because I knew it wasn't a match. And you know very quickly. Oh, yeah. And I think it's important to normalize the phone call or the FaceTime before. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. What's a telling sign for you that you're like, "Mm, no, not for me? Over the FaceTime. I need a man, I think, you know? Mm. Oh, yeah. Like, like, this guy was like, oh, like, <laughs> fucking love Bud Light and French fries. And I was like, oh. okay, so like, how about, like, a charcuterie, like, and, like, a Malbec? No, like, so you know he's... Like, something like that. He's still in, like, Lambda Sig Chi. Like, you're in a like, frat. You still go to college or high school? Which one? Graduated. He, says, yeah. he hmm. thinks Lunchables are charcuterie. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. So oh, I totally get oh. that. So I actually want to go into a different gear and we want to talk about rejection because I think you've, you've mentioned before that you quit your job or were you fired by, am I? No, no, no. I quit on my own accord. Mm-hmm. There so you, you go. quit your right, job. We've all been rejected before from a lot of things. So right. yeah. I feel like Sophia and I, we talk a lot about rejection with guys on the show, but we don't really talk about rejection with like life. So you quit your job. You were a video producer at Refinery29 for like four years. 
Mm-hmm. I did some good stalking. Okay. Yeah. And love- you totally bet on yourself. Like you decided to take a chance on you, build your empire, SFK. And were there moments along the way that like people, you know, gave you their unwarranted opinions and telling you like doubting you? Like, what was that like for you? Uh, yeah, your whole life, everyone's going to doubt you. Everyone's going to say you can't do something. Everyone's going to underestimate you. And that's part of life. It's really their own insecurities and they're projecting them on you. Mm-hmm. It's about them usually. So I wanted to quit my job. I talked to a lot of people and they're like, what, what, what do you mean you're going to quit? Like, what are you going to do? How are you going to make money? And I was like, um, I'm going to fucking succeed. So that's just the only option How, you got here. It's Do you just have that, that mindset though? Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people can't get to that point of just saying, screw it, I know I'm going to succeed. This is what it, my passion is. Let me go for it. Well, I think it's really about being very clear about what you want. So right. I've always known from a very young age, I wanted to perform. I wanted to be famous. I literally don't know why. Like it was just like, I said it when I was like four to my dad, like I want to be famous, but I, I found a way to do it in a way that's yeah. also giving back, which I think is right, important. Of course. It's always been very clear. And I'd say to anyone, like, write down, like, taking realism and reality and your parents' opinions or anyone's being out of it. What would you want? What does your dream life look like? I literally have a notebook on my desk. It's like House in the Hamptons, cover of Vogue. Like, I'm just fucking like, by right, the way, anyway. I will get to all those things. Like, without out. I said, right. I want my own TV show and I want to start a company. And I did it in six months. That's incredible. So I think wow. really being clear about what you want. And if you believe in yourself, you will make it happen. And yeah, so along the way, people are going to give you unwarranted opinions or tell you no. You can't pay attention to anyone but that goal that you wrote down. Like, mm-hmm. Just focus on what's ahead of you and what you can control. And there's a lot of moments in my life where I've been rejected. You know, opportunities, jobs, guys, whatever. And I always look at it like this. Like, it's it's literally just like, it is a, such a redirection. It's it's It doesn't feel like it in the moment. You're like, what? Yeah. But like, for example, I got ghosted on an app once. Mm-hmm. And I was like, literally huge mistake like worst mistake of your life but then I was like on and I was like kind of a little like bummed about it but then I was like wait like I want someone who is a hundred percent in yeah like, fuck yes everything happens fuck for a reason yes. no you're like okay this guy doesn't want me or this job doesn't want me or this person doesn't want me in their life why would I want to be in theirs so you're really good at keeping your blinders on and you're you're exiting out all of the noise around you but was there ever a moment through this six month, I'm not even going to say six months because this has been like a journey for you, that you doubted yourself or did you sort of just take the fear, face it head on and you're like, fuck you, I'm going for it to the fear, of course. Oh, absolutely. I doubted myself. And also it's hard when you, you know, comparison happens a lot and it's right. the biggest waste of time yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You're oh, never yeah. going to be anyone and no one gets to be you. Right. Which is like. Tea. Sick. Tea. That like no one gets to be us. Like no. shit. You know, and even like with my dating show, I noticed a lot of people started live dating shows. Like, but you know what? Like, I was like, and it, obviously sometimes I was like, whoa, like way to just take my idea. But I was like, right. first of all, this is not that original. And second of all, <laughs> just kidding. It is. <laughs> no, it's super <laughs> original. Well, I was the first. Yeah, it we is. But, like, copying is a but, um, biggest form of flattery. So no, right? And also like, but they never, they're never gonna have me as the star of this. Yeah. So yeah, they might have a show. It might succeed. But yeah. they don't have what makes my show mine, which is me. And I think that if you think in that aspect, it's, like, super important. And then in terms of self-doubt, self-doubt is, like, a way to calculate risk. It's, like, we're, you know, it's, like, flight or flight, fight or flight, right? So it's, like, should we do this? But I always say, what is the worst thing that could happen? I quit my job and I don't make it. Okay, well, I worked at Refinery for four years. I'm in production. I'm smart. I'm social. Right. I have a network. 
I'll fucking figure it out. So if you always think, what is the worst thing I can happen? It's not that scary. Right. Ever. It's really true when you actually put in perspective and you question a lot of the things that we worry about day to day. We're like, hold on. It's actually not that big of a deal. So it's all about sort of just looking at the glass half full. Oh, 100%. No, there was a I cool... see like you get your little SFK kaleidoscope and just like twist it. You know right. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like see, how can you see something in a way that's like, ah, like, well, because I got rejected from this, it led me. And I, I did an audition for like a hosting role in LA. Like uh, next time I come in LA, we're all obviously all hanging out. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. <laughs> uh, but I went to LA, totally fucked up the teleprompter. Mm-hmm. Literally, like I have a video because I talk to myself all the time sobbing like like and I was like I'm the worst like I this was my one opportunity in life and I messed it up I look back and I'm like first of all that show that I auditioned for is canceled second of all if I was on that show I would have been a part of another brand when I really truly always wanted to start my own and right. I wouldn't have done that so best thing to ever happen to me everything I, happens for a reason everything and you can't see it in the moment but you've got to try it's like you got to just be like okay like, I know there's an answer for why this is happening. I just don't know right at this moment, but it's going to be good. Were you raised to have this confidence or were you just in- inherently already like, I I own my worth. I know who I am. I read this like quote the other day because like, do not fear failure, but be terrified of regret. And I'm definitely a person that like overthinks things and gets really stressed out about the little bits and pieces of everything. And I don't even really look at the big picture of what I want. And I feel like that obviously for me it'll take time to like really build up that major confidence did you already just have that and like you already knew at a young age like this is me okay well this is what i'm going to tell you one i'm a confidence coach so we can whenever you want i'm gonna oh mind fuck you please i just did one with a 57 year old and she literally started crying like you said you were gonna mind fuck me and you did and i was like i know that i'm gonna tell you this you were born with confidence everyone's born with confidence think about when you were like four years old you were like on the playground wherever the fuck you were you were like hey like you were the problem is like when we become older and we become aware and perceptive about the world and our place and what we should be like, what we should look like, who we are, who our parents are, things they tell us, that's when we tend to get infected in a way, especially being a woman, right? Right. It's very difficult. So we tend to like be very self-conscious and think like, are they judging me or what am I doing this for? You know? And it's mm-hmm. like, it's not real. Right. Like you are really, truly incredible the way you are and anything that you do in life is going to lead you to the next best thing. And again, what is the worst thing that can happen? Right. Trying. That's right. right. Like living your life fully and realizing too that a mistake isn't a mistake. It's a lesson, right? Because like whenever we fuck up, we're like, okay, we won't do that again. Right. But we had to fuck up to know that. That's true. What's... My heart feels full. I know. I I'm like literally I'm listening to you right now. And I, this is the shit that I actually need to hear. And I never tell myself any of this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to get into the confidence coach. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to know, did you sort, were you self-taught in learning about all of this? Or, I mean, how, how did you even stumble upon this? Becoming a oh, confidence so this coach. Thing, yeah. Like, to exactly what you're saying, like, I was, like, getting DMs all the damn time. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, responding. And I was, like, okay. Like, it was also, like, you know, someone's, like, my ex broke up with me. And, like, it was just, it was, I was, like, I need to talk to you face-to-face. So I actually was, like, FaceTiming with a couple people in my DMs. And then I was, like, I'm going to just, like, start charging people for this. Right. time is funny, honey. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. We now got to know our worth as women, especially. (laughs) So I was like, I'm going to start charging people. And then I kind of was like, I'm just going to throw a link, like, link in bio. But, like, not going to announce it. Because part of me was, like, self-doubt. I'm not a life coach. I'm not a therapist. But I'm not claiming to be. I was like, confidence coach doesn't exist. But it does now. 
again, right? what is the worst thing that could happen? No one signs up. Okay. No one's thinking about you. That's the thing too. It's so that important. No one gives a fuck about you. When he so walks into the room, yes. Say it one more time for the people in the back. No one gives a fuck about you. They're only thinking Thank about themselves you. all the time. Oh my, my mom God. tells me this all the time. She goes, "Girls, you are not special. You're special to me and your dad and your sister and the dogs." No one else cares if you're wearing a yellow top or a white top today. No one gives a fuck. Oh my god! Continue, it's so liberating, please, right? It's right. liberating. What's like? The, think, what's no, really quick? What's something common that you see with working with a ton of people in confidence that has been like the the trend of all of the people? Because I feel like oh, there's something probably that everyone has in common with having a confidence problem. Yeah, I think really honestly, like it's because we don't. Develop, we don't nurture the relationship with ourselves the way we nurture the relationship with our mm-hmm. siblings, our parents, our friends. We, what do we do with them? We hype them up. We tell them we love them. We like, we're like, we're so proud of you. We don't ever do that to ourselves. Yeah. And then this woman I just coached before this call, 57, I said, when's the last time you talked to yourself in the mirror? You talked to your best friend in the mirror. She goes, never. And I go, you've been neglecting her for this long? Wow. I was like, let's. Because think about it, like yeah. that person's with you your whole damn life. Yeah. And they need that love and support. And the second you start doing that, the problem is it's like what I realized when I went into this, not that I, by the way, I don't pay attention to what anyone else is doing. Their confidence coach, great. I, I don't care. Like right. I'm not, just, I, this is my thing and this yeah. is what I do. But like what I notice is a lot of the like live, laugh, love yourself. Like, mm, like I love my flaws. Like that doesn't work for it's me. very surface. Me is yeah. a dialogue, a conversation. I talk to my best friends all the time. I'm an only child. I talk to the wall. So I was like, shit, I could talk to the mirror now, right? Right. But having that relationship with yourself. So that comes up a lot because people are like, I'm so insecure. I'm not really confident. I'm like, have you ever really looked at yourself and said, mm-hmm. hey, like, I love you. I'm proud right. of you. Thank you for being with me my whole life. Would you say that's something that someone should do? Like people at home or someone's listening. Everyone right should do Everyone that. should. Is that like the first thing you will tell someone like at home? I think what that you do? is the thing that will make you confident. And by the way, like, it's free. That's so true. It's like it's kind of crazy how simple it is, and but it's so important. And to actually not enough it. women or men or anyone. And I just feel like not enough people are doing this. No I'm certainly doing. not doing this. And I know mm-hmm. if I had ten minutes of your time, confidence coaching, I'd probably be wailing in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Is that some of my clients are like, I try to do it, but it was hard, or like I, I couldn't do it. That's me, but that's, but, but I know, I, like I know. Ab punches, like, right. it's hard. You yeah, like you gotta work that muscle. And it's always in different areas. I feel like people do have confidence in some, like for me, I'm confident when I'm dating someone because I'm like, you know, if they're not worth my time, like I'm not gonna go out with them, but it's usually within a career or it's sometimes like with myself and do a lot of people have it overall in every area or do you think, do you see it in like in specific areas of their life that they're like lacking that extra confidence that they need? First of all, you should be fucking confident in your career because look at what you're doing. This is <laughs> So thank you. I overthink. That's my problem. Not anymore. That's Not something anymore. else to talk to touch on. Okay. You get to decide the narrative of who you are. Right. So instead of being like I overthink, you're like, I'm very thoughtful, positive. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna try to let go a little more. Right? Yeah. Oh my god. Honestly, I've been to therapy before. You're helping me out way more. Sophia, <laughs> Sophia and I literally had a whole discussion this morning about how she was overthinking a text message. And uh, and this is you're what thoughtful. you need to hear. I just, I just you're care a lot. Of that person's feeling. But, yeah. but, but the people that love you and care about you, a text message, a screaming, that it's not going to impact your identity and who you are and what they think of you. 
Right. Because the people that love you, like me and my roommate, like she's known me my whole, she's known me forever, literally since like middle school. Mm-hmm. And there's sometimes like where I'm screaming, crying, crying, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, I was so crazy. And she's just like, I love you. Like you're allowed, like you're allowed one to thing vent. isn't going to change everything. Right? right. One text is not. That's what's true. worth it. Amen. A and again, man. you do not want what doesn't want you. So if you text someone and they don't text you back, fuck them. You didn't want to hang out with them anyway. So true. Ah, it's not a fuck yes. It's a. <laughs> okay, so I think um, I think I should describe you as being the main character of your life. You ooze, main characters of your life too. You ooze main character complex. Actually, can you? Do you have a good definition of what main character complex is for people that don't know what it is? This is what I say. I say, this is the movie of your life. Mm. You are the star. And I'm sitting here eating popcorn watching. What are you going to do? And that's the thing about the, the, the overthinking comment. It's like, you really get to decide your narrative. So mm-hmm. while, you're right. You might be more thoughtful and a little more. But you, you can change it from a negative to a positive And you can be like, okay, I tend to be very thoughtful about the text because I want people to be happy. And by the way, as women, we're nurturers because biologically right. we're Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're more likely than men to like men will they were hunters, right? They go head first into conflict. Mm-hmm. So that's why they'll go for that race. They'll go for things that they don't qualify for because they don't mind that confrontation or conflict. Right. Or that yeah. Uncertainty too, right? Because they would go like hunt for things like yeah. that. Whereas women <laughs> were like babies, nurture everyone everyone has to be fed, taken care of, and slept. So that's why that that overthinking things comes from because you genuinely care. Yeah. But if you turn that into a positive and realize like Sometimes I over. Sometimes I think a lot, but I'm gonna do it less. Again, that's you're rewriting your movie. Yeah, you're rewriting from a negative to a positive, and also control. You have control to be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna send the text." You're so right, and you know what's kind of interesting? I've been watching. So I don't know why I'm on TikTok. I shouldn't be, but I'm on TikTok. Oh, yeah, I'm on TikTok. Are you on TikTok? Okay, because I I look. I at love it. it. And so what I've seen actually lately, a lot of these girls doing is, "Are you the main character of your life?" And they do like five fingers down, like or whatever, like they'll list things off. And it's really sad because you'll see a lot of girls. They'll only put like four fingers. They're like, "I'm not the main character. I'm the sidekick." And it, it's like you're reinforcing that. You're not the star of your own life. You have this one life, this one chance to make a name for yourself or at least make it uh, how you want to in your life. And you're already thinking in such a negative, negative way. So, of course, like if you think of yourself in a negative way, things around you are going to be like that as well. And so mm-hmm. I, it's sad because young girls are starting to do this, even boys at an age like that. Yeah, then- no, but I was so insecure as little. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to go on TikTok. I'm going to reach out to all of them and mindfuck them a little bit because yeah, – I didn't have someone like me when I was my age, you know? So mm-hmm. I like, and I think that's part of the reason I do it. Like I had a great mom who was kind of like what your mom was talking to you guys about. And like, I, but when it's your mom, it's like, it's, it's so fun. Like you're obsessed with me. Like I'm half of you. Like, you have to, lo- you have to say, yeah, that. you have yeah. to say I'm pretty. You have to tell me I'm amazing, but like, yeah, oh, sorry. Not that convincing. <laughs> like, thanks, no, it's true. I it's true. It Good actor, mom. <laughs> right? But like, I think that for me, I'm like, oh, like, I think that when I talk to people or even you guys are like, wow, so true. But I'm not saying anything that original. Maybe right. it's the way I say it. Obviously, the fucking adds a little like grit to everything. But like, mm-hmm. what I'm, it's just that I think hearing it from someone else and also someone who's young and like was insecure and found a way to be confident that works could literally work for everyone. Mm-hmm. That's inspire and especially and in this generation say. it's totally different with social media and then we have all of these platforms that it's so easy to get caught up and compare yourself to everybody else and then think oh my god this person's like rocking their world and this person has an amazing body but mm. and like talking to you and it's like you get it because you're being raised in this era 
Right. right. You're also just a also, realist. Like, all that social media shit is all fake. Like, yeah. And it yeah. sucks. But this is the thing. The flip side of social media, too, is that there's so many, like, a young girl could find me from in, like, Kansas, right? Or, mm-hmm. like, they could, like, listen to your podcast. And, like, that access is also really beneficial. Oh, because yeah. someone that might not grow up somewhere with their sex education could suddenly, like, Google it and know what the fuck, you know? Right. So there's obviously there's negatives and positives, but that's why it's so good for women to be involved because we're nurturers and we care and we'll educate. Right. I mean, you said that there was no one when you were growing up that is basically you. And I would say that me growing up, you're the only version of that. So thank you. That I mean, like uh, yeah. you're saying a lot of things that I know it's so easy to be like, well, we all know this. It's all in us. It's, uh, you know, all you have to do is say it, but it's really hard. You know, because, yeah. again, I think it is does have to do with social media and constantly comparing yourself and constantly. Sophie and I are so terrible with the amount of pressure that we just put on our shoulders, thinking that we should be doing more. We should have achieved more. Our, both of our parents had achieved such, such yeah. success. And I'm like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing wrong? Why haven't we figured it out? So it's really nice and reassuring um, to hear you talk about this. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad. And by the way, like you're doing fantastic. And again, when this calls over write down like what would excite you what is something you know you don't have to know how you're going to get there but just really like what like would be your dream thing you know and if you don't really know it's okay to be like I want to start a podcast I want to have a show I don't know what the fuck that shows you right so it's like and by the way this is a major accomplishment and what you guys are doing is fantastic so thank you celebrate the wins I know we we need to give ourselves a little bit more credit sometimes because I think we're always like oh my god we're not doing enough and I feel like that's the problem is that especially we're always wanting things instantaneously or want things to like really succeed right off the bat but we have to remember that things take time like not everything is going to be handed to you not everything's going to be a hundred percent even if we come from two pretty famous parents it doesn't mean that it's going to work out for us like we have to work just as hard but I think that's that's just something that we need to work on ourselves when it comes yeah, to like how many people don't have that outlook that are entitled and like are like what that like, is you guys true. Are doing the work that's true and we, that was our biggest thing was like we never want to be those kids that like were raised in like such a privileged home and not put in like the work and get our asses out there and like write everything like we sit up like writing these episodes we research the hell out of you we like no, want to make sure we come I- in here with good questions I've been on a lot of podcasts and they don't, I've noticed that you guys seem super prepared. Oh, and that you. makes it for such a, no, seriously, like I do a lot of podcasts. <laughs> you really like did the work and like thank look you. at how profound our conversation is because you put it in that effort. Right. Thank right? you. Thank you. I, I sort of want to jump back a little bit to your college days when you owned the fucking middle name. Oh God. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so um, what was there a moment in college or a story that you can think of that you sort of just switched because you said that you used to be very insecure and you were you're very reserved sort of quiet kept to yourself what sort of switch went off in your head that you're like mm, not anymore was there like a story a moment a conversation you yeah. had it was really that's okay it was really I remember it was the first week of college and I felt like my two best friends were like super skinny like wearing matching like tight body con striped dresses like couldn't be a worse look for me at the time like i was like nope oh, wait, who, so, like, no one like, in that insane, no one looks like, good in stress and they actually were hideous but it doesn't matter but like the they look they look taught and like all the lacrosse guys were like they meet up with like three guys that, and i just was like in my dorm like just like and then i was like i was like i cannot believe i'm letting what i think perceive to be the opinion of someone else 
dictate the identity of who I am. Mm -hmm. I don't even, no one's called me ugly. No one called me this, no one called me fat, whatever. whatever. No one called me like, oh, like, but even just the thought that they might, I was letting that be who I am. No way. I was like, nope. No, like, no. No. See ya. Did that confidence, once you hit that moment, do you think that it changed you internally and externally? Like the way you presented yourself, the way you dressed, the way you probably dyed your hair, like anything like that? I think that in the beginning when I did the SFK thing, it was like, I wasn't, I did it. And like, I, it's been a bit of a while. I'm not like that mm-hmm. at all. But like, it's like, so I've had a lot of time to think about why I did it. Like, I don't think I was very conscious of do, what I wasn't like, I'm insecure. I want to be confident. This is what I'm going to do. Right. I was just like, I need some kind of reminder, like, you're the shit, like, let's go. Mm-hmm. And I think it took time. It took time. I it used to be a crutch. Like, guys, I couldn't, I literally could not introduce myself without being like, I'm straight up fucking care again. Like, put on my resume. Like, I was shit. You I put was it like, on, wait, 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 you put it on your resume. And how was that oh, perceived? Oh my gosh. I, mean, I was like, this is my brand. I'm like, I want to go to media. So, like, it kind of worked. Oh, yeah. They I love, love that. that. Pink with a crown, like, on my resume. I'm literally like, so. Go, amazing. girl. No, Why not? That's amazing. Right, I'm not. I'm the shit. But anyway, so it's like, it's just, you know, like, it, it, but it took time. It took, it took time to really under like to tap again, tapping back into it. It's like the same thing Lady Gaga does. It's the same thing Beyonce, Sasha Pierce. It's this persona, like SFK is like extra, like large in life, like makes the sidewalk the red carpet. Like that's who SFK yeah. was. She became like this character that I kept tapping into. And eventually like, I could just be like, hey, I'm Serena because I feel her in me. Like we became one. Right. When you gain this confidence, I no doubt people are probably not always like the biggest fan of someone that's because some people are insecure. And when they see someone that has a lot of confidence, they can project their insecurities onto you. Did you, How do you deal with the people that are against this whole thing that you're coming off as, which is um, what I think is amazing. But I can see where people would be like, oh, like she's just trying like, to put a too shot hard, on or, your star. Yeah. First of all, fuck that. Because the people in my life that love it's it's obviously easier said than done but truthfully you're not gonna i used to be someone that wanted to be liked by everyone and that is so exhausting because if you want to be liked by everyone then who are you you're like what what is your identity like you're not like you can't no one can possibly be liked by everyone no but the most important thing is to like yourself so when you start to like yourself people are attracted to confidence people Mm -hmm. want to be around you and those people in my life that want the best for me will give me constructive criticism and I'll ask them like, Hey, like, is this funny? Like, or like, did I fuck up here? Or they might even say like, take down that story. Like that, that was too much. You know what I mean? But like, but why, but why do I listen to them? Because they want the best for me. They're not always right. But like, they're giving me constructive criticism. All the people that, by the way, people, this happens all the time. People will DM me being like, I hated you at first. And then I got to know you. And I, now get I love that you. too. We get that a lot. So all the people that didn't get to know me, I'm going to fuck about you. That's you not my problem. You're going to work. You didn't do the work. Right. And by the way, it's always about them. Because, right? Because they're not thinking about us. They're thinking about that. It's yeah. always about their insecurity. It's always like, and a lot of it was like, it really like, was like a jolt to see someone so confident. And I realized that it was like, I was insecure. And it was like, I was envious, whatever. And I was right. like, well, bit, like, there's a seat for you on my throne. Like, we can do this. You know what I mean? Oh so, but again, like, can you save, such- can you save a seat for Sophia and I on your throne? Y'all be, you're already on my throne. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Serena, I just want to thank you so much. I feel like I gained a new friend today. I know Sophia mm-hmm. can agree. I, I seriously, I feel like I've known you my whole life. This is a conversation that I think I definitely needed to have, needed to hear, and I'm really excited for our listeners to hear. You are one of the realest people. I don't think I've ever yeah. clicked with anyone so quickly. 
I can't wait to freaking hug you when you come to I LA. Know. Oh my god. I'm, I'm like so, so I'm, and, and I know it's so LA. That's she's perfect. wearing a John and Vinny's hoodie. I mean it's I was a like, friendship it's a, starting. Like a look. It's a, Guys, look. I love a look. Even more. My show is premiering nine yeah. nine Wednesday, eight thirty Eastern, five thirty Pacific. Um and I want you guys to come on the after show. Please, please, please. A hundred percent. Absolutely. You guys, everyone listening to, you must go on the live. Check it out. If you guys don't know Serena fucking Kerrigan, now you do. We're going to watch your show. I want all of the listeners to be commenting nonstop. We absolutely love you. Thank you so, much. You so much. Can we Thank like do so start your chat? Like I want to like chat. Like, yes. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Yes. But plug all your socials before yeah. you leave. Serena fucking Kerrigan, let's fucking go. That's actually the name of my company, literally. Are you, are you it's dead? The <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. so fun. <laughs> um, Serena Kerrigan everywhere. DM me, confidence coach, watch my show. Just be happy because life is too short not to be, honestly. Start fucking talking to yourself in the mirror every damn day. Please. I love it. I will. I'm going to start doing it. Okay. I love you guys. We love so you. Thank, thank you for you. coming on. From all of us here at the show, thanks for staying unwaxed. No! Be sure to download new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or PodcastOne.com. Follow your hosts at Sophia Stallone and at Sistine Stallone. And be sure to follow the show at Unwaxed Podcast. Your producer is Will Sterling. We'll see you next week. Bye.